0: Teen pregnancy has always been frowned upon. People like to hold blame and guilt others for a simple mistake that I'm sure most of us have risked before. The story of the traco almost seems like one that was created in order to help explain teen pregnancy and to take some guilt away from the young women. Nonetheless, the story of the traco is not a pretty one, and we are about to share it today. Hey guys, and welcome back to my podcast. I'm your host, Lulu, and I'm just giving you a warning. I have already started the process in moving some things in this area. My desk wasn't going to move rooms, but it now sounds like that's the case. So a lot of the stuff that was really soundproofing around here has now been taken out. Um, This episode might sound funky, and then the upcoming ones might sound weird as I'm doing the move. As of right now, I shouldn't be taking any episodes off to do that. We kind of have it planned, you know, around the podcast and the episodes. We're going to hopefully do the whole move in one day. We're not moving houses, just rooms and areas. And then if my sound gets funky or changes too much when we move rooms, just bear with me. We're going to figure it out. I'm still very new to this audio thing and I'm learning new tips and tricks every day. So, but we will get it figured out. Anyways, let's get into the story of the Troco. I hope I'm saying that right. I did have to look up a pronunciation. So if I'm saying it wrong, I apologize. I'm going to be honest. I found this creature kind of in the rabbit hole. I was looking up a different creature a while ago and I saw this little thing that was like related and I sort of just kept clicking the related thing. And I was not really reading into any of these beasts and monsters that I was clicking on. I was mostly just reading their names and looking at the pictures. And that's how I came across this one. Um, I really liked the name. I, the picture was interesting. And then I started researching it and I was like, this is, this is an interesting monster. But I still want to share it. This folklore seems to come from Chile, specifically an island, On this island, they believe the Troco is said to be the child of a snake god. This snake god is named, and bear with me, hopefully I'm saying this right, Koi vilu Koi vilu is actually a snake god of the water. In some different versions, it is a goddess. It just kind of depends on which story and where you are at. Koi Koi Velu basically rules the seas and you know everything in and on it that's kind of all the information that I have on Koi Koi Velu. unfortunately I think it is just because where I am located and I don't have you know a VPN I don't think I can access some of that stuff so all I really got is that he or she you know whichever version you hear or believe is you know god or goddess of the water of the sea and kind of rules that koi koi vilu is believed like i said to be the parent so mother father depends like i said of the traco the traco is described as basically a very 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 ugly some of the definite features that it has is that it is only about two and a half feet tall so very very short this is paired with the fact that it does not have any feet, it kind of waddles on stump-like legs. The clothing that it wears is actually made of vines and grass that it collects and makes itself. And like I said, it's, I mean, it's ugly, so kind of just imagine ugly features on it and whatever. It also carries a very twisted staff and a magical stone axe. I did see a lot of sources talk about how this axe was so magical and powerful that it could actually cut a full-grown tree down with about three swings, if that. Sometimes just a couple would do it for the tree. Sorry, there are some dogs outside that are just going crazy, and I'm trying to record around it, but if you hear, you know, some dog barking in the background, I apologize. I find this next thing a very interesting fact about the track He has a wife. Now remember, like I said in the beginning, teen pregnancy and this creature has a wife. This wife looks very similar to him. She has the same clothes that they have made basically together out of vines and grass. She is two feet tall, so short. She's not the most attractive woman. They usually live inside of hollowed out tree trunks together or small vacant caves that they have, you know, scavenged out together. Their diet usually consists of fruit and other things like that that they can find and eat together. Even though the Traco is married, it's obvious that he is not happy or something because he does seduce other women most of the time, human women. He's obviously not human, and as we've talked about, he's pretty ugly. The way he seduces human women that catch his eye is by looking at them and staring at them with his eyes and then blowing his breath at them. He obviously uses some kind of magic when he does this, and nine times out of ten, he will wait until these women are walking alone in his forest the magic he actually uses on them will knock them out. Once they are asleep in his forest, he will gather, you know, grass, leaves, wood, everything like that for them to lay on. Now, interesting to note, like we kind of talked about earlier, he only likes single women. And when I say single, I mean single single so women who are not in any sort of relationship single but also alone so if your daughter for example is not in a relationship and you are sending her out into the woods you are to send her with somebody whether that's a brother a friend something like that because the traco will not attack when there's somebody with them even if they are relationshiply single does that make sense And I know I talked about them being in his woods, but that's not the only time that the Traco attacks. He actually enjoys seeing these women falling for them, thinking that they are beautiful, and he will begin to stalk them. He will start to sneak into their kitchens and watch them eat with their families. There have been sightings of him in the homes of the younger victims that he does attack later on. But it is almost impossible to catch him when you see him. And this is because he's really good at slipping away and using the shadows around him or things like that to kind of just disappear. Most of the time, though, he picks his victims out in the forest. And he basically knocks them out and will seduce them and enter their dreams because he is magical. Most of the time when this happens... His wife catches on. She lets them know by almost depositing a yellow thing from herself. I'm not exactly sure what it is. This starts from in front of her her home, obviously, and it gets back there. And this is how she lets one her husband know that she knows what he's doing. And to the people that he is seducing when he enters the dreams of these women, he does not look how he normally looks. He does change into something that the women like, an attractive man in their minds. In these dreams, he would inform them that he had to go, not necessarily saying that it was his wife. Um, Like I said, these girls are usually unconscious. Well, they are unconscious when they have this encounter with him. He informs them later that he will meet them at their house and that he'll see them again. This is the point where they usually wake up. He's gone or hiding and they leave. Sometimes he continues to follow them till they get home and that's when he stalks them. Other times he's stalked them before in their home so he already knows where they're going. Then one night he will decide to sneak into her room and this is when she will either one, be already sleeping or two... Be back under his trance and he will make her fall back asleep. He will send her, you know, dreams again, enter her dreams as this very attractive man. And this is where he will have sex with this young girl, basically sexually assault her and get her pregnant. That is one story on how he attacks. There is another one, depending on where you're from and what story you've heard. This story basically talks about how he waits until a single young woman, so a woman who is not in a relationship again and who is alone, is walking through his forest. He will basically spend all day in the trees of his forest just watching the ground, waiting for somebody to come by. When he does see a single woman that he likes, he will quickly climb down this tree and hit the trunk of this tree with that magical axe, easily cutting it down this will make an echo of the tree falling through the forest and people in the towns nearby and the person that he is targeting will hear it the person that he is targeting will most of the time be very disoriented after this tree falls one it's scary it's loud and he's using magic usually the women will look around for this tree and end up turning themselves around and essentially getting lost This is when he will sneak up next to them or behind them and hit them in the head with his staff. This will knock them out. Once again though, he uses magic. So it's not like he hits them hard enough to knock them out from the hit. He is using magic to knock them into a deep sleep. From there, he will enter their dreams as a very attractive man and get them pregnant in the forest. Once basically this salt is over, these women will wake up sometimes minutes after, sometimes hours after. It just kind of depends on how strong the magic was that he used on them. They will usually have torn clothing. Their hair will be all screwed up. And this is when they kind of figure out what happened to them. Usually very, very angry. They will run home and just sob and inform their parents what happened, and this is when their bodies will begin to show signs of being pregnant with the baby. Most of the time, this will be a boy, and I did not see anything about the babies being weird or a mix between the two, so I'm pretty sure they're basically human babies that they have. Usually after, you know, these women get pregnant and find out or tell everybody it's by the Traco, they will try to find a husband, one that is going to support them and this new baby. Essentially, they want to give this baby a father. And if no father steps up and claims the child as theirs, for example, say a girl doesn't talk about how this situation happened and whatever, and they just say they're pregnant, and if nobody steps up, they will immediately assume it was the traco. Once the blame gets put on this creature, pretty much all of the guilt tripping to these women disappear. They start being supported and encouraged and told it's okay because this creature's gaze is believed to be unbeatable. There is no way that you can get out of this situation with unfortunately being pregnant. Through their entire pregnancy, they hold no shame, they hold no blaming, nothing at all, just, you know, positivity. There are a couple of signs that the families of these single women are being targeted that they do talk about you need to watch for. And uh, I actually couldn't find these specific signs, so I unfortunately can't share them with you today, but in, you know, this island and stuff. They have signs that they talk about. One of the ways that you can prevent the young women in your household that are single to be targeted and attacked is actually by getting them a charm that is actually said to keep them away. But the bad thing about this charm is that even though they say it helps, it actually does not prevent these young women from being attacked by this creature essentially it doesn't do much but give them some peace of mind. And like I said a couple times earlier there's not a way to really stop this creature from attacking you. Um the biggest thing is to not ever be alone. I mean to always have somebody with you. And even if you were to walk in on this attack, unfortunately that would not stop this young woman from being attacked because the traco is very powerful. The Traco has a lot of magic, and it can actually look at somebody and twist their mouth in a funky way, leave them hunched and speechless so they can't talk about what they saw, and this will actually end up killing them in a very short period of time. He can also break all of the bones in somebody's body if they try to interrupt what he is doing. And overall, he's just a really nasty... Think That's kind of the story. And I know it's strange, weird, there's not a lot. But I do have some feelings on this story. I don't want to ever discredit any sort of, you know, belief or creature or anything like that. But it does feel almost like this creature was born to not blame the young girls who got pregnant. And this doesn't just go with, you know, rape victims or anything like that, but even girls who are in relationships who get pregnant, I almost feel like it is kind of a fallback to give them so that way they don't have to live with that shame that our society puts on young, especially single women who are pregnant and teenage pregnancy on top of that. Like I feel like that is why this creature was born. I don't know how much I do believe in this creature just because it really doesn't to me have a lot to stand on at least from what I could find and it does just feel like you know he attacks when they're alone they get pregnant no dad steps forward like to me it just feels like a way to give these girls not necessarily an out because that sounds bad but a way to not be blamed and a way for people to not hold this over their head because people make mistakes you guys i'm sure almost every single person listening has put themselves in a situation where they could be a very very young mom if anything a teen mom and i feel like this creature or the story was born as a way to try to get rid of that taboo and that judging that would happen if you were a young teen mother. Does that make sense? In the end, explaining teen pregnancy and young pregnancy seems to really be the root belief of the birth of this beast, where this beast came from. It's also a way, like I said, to try not to blame the young women that is pregnant and almost let the dad off scotch-free because the dad is probably young as well. I understand why this story was created and why this monster was possibly created. But to pretend like something never happened is not healthy for anybody involved. And even if this is a real beast, I feel like a lot of people have probably taken this story and this beast and used it and lied about it, honestly. And like I said, pretending like somebody got pregnant and then it never happened is not healthy. I am a firm believer that you should educate your children on these things. They should never be in a situation where they don't feel like they can tell you something or where they have to use a story or even, you know, a beast, if this beast is real, as something to blame it on. There is a lot of things with this story that, like I said, I don't want to discredit this beast. I do feel like it could be real. I feel like every story we hear could be real. But I do feel like even if this beast is real, that there are a lot of times where people have used the story of the Traco and blamed their pregnancy on it when it was never the case. And one, that's not healthy To the people who are pregnant, that's not healthy to the people around it, and that is not fair to the traco itself, because who knows, the traco might not be seducing these women ever. It might have always been just an ugly beast who wanted to make friends with the humans that these young girls began to blame their pregnancies on. Mm This podcast may contain false or misleading information. If you are interested in knowing more about any stories shared on this podcast, I highly recommend doing your own research. All listeners are advised that these are stories and folktales. The information shared must be taken carefully and skeptically, because you never know what could be real and what's just a story. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.